Welcome back, Leafs Nation, hockey fans and listeners, to the Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Mikey D. This is the 11th episode, and um, I'm going to start into it. This is going to be a big episode, um, and I'm going to start out with some heavy shit that's been uh, bothering me the past couple of days since the shit's gone down. Um, in a In a time where we should be celebrating what the Bruins had done with retiring Willie O'Ree's number 22 uh, to the rafters. It was really cool to see. Uh, he couldn't have been there. It looked like they had him on Zoom on the Jumbotron. In a time where we should be celebrating that, and just a couple weeks after the HDA releases, the hashtag um, tape out hate and, and the hockey tape to go with it, um, in, in the minor leagues, uh, two instances of racial gestures being thrown out, uh, during scrums, uh, one to Jordan Subban and the other to Boko Amama. And, and I just want to say, I'm sorry guys. Cause honestly, I, every time shit like this happens, it, it disappoints me and it, it tires me because I'm, I'm tired of seeing shit like this because it's we're in 2022 now and we should be well past this. We should be so much better towards one another. And and it is fucking ridiculous to see that this shit still goes on. And I, I don't know what the cure is for this, but if. If a fucking uh, a permanent ban out of the league helps, then go for that. Because um, honestly, seeing five games, six games for for this, it's it it doesn't feel right. Uh, I think there was one one of the suspensions that got up to thirty games, and it's like okay, that's a bit more, but even then, that that just doesn't feel like enough. Um, Honestly, it's because it, chirping, chirping and swearing at each other is one thing. That's one. That's a heat of the moment kind of thing. This is a step that no one should fucking cross. And it's honestly, I'm, I'm just again, I'm disappointed and and I'm tired of this shit happening. And honestly, we've all got to be better. We really do. So that's been the big thing on my mind. Um, and there's no easy way out of this conversation. So we're going to, we're going to take a hard right turn. I, I did want to have it for this episode, but we're going to have to take a hard right turn to the other non leaf notes for, for this episode. And something that really, <laughs> at least for something that really, uh, brought a smile to my face is the Seattle Kraken they now have a new team dog and honestly there's a husky bias in here because the the dog that they had gotten is a husky and it's honestly this guy is so fucking adorable they've appropriately nicknamed or named him uh davy jones um honest and yeah if it, you got to see the pictures of him on on twitter on social media He's absolutely fucking adorable. Just um, <laughs> more teams need team dogs. Just uh, honestly, that's what we need. 
and more pictures of Davy Jones. Good doggos in the league. And now for <laughs> actual hockey note. Uh, what was really cool to see is first-time All-Star Timu Meyer on the San Jose Sharks. He was one goal away from getting two hat tricks in a game. Uh, so San Jose, they played the Los Angeles Kings uh, within the last week. And they had won 6-2. to two. Uh, San Jose won 6-2, and a good chunk of that was in thanks to Timu getting five goals in a game. Like, just, oh, man. And honestly, what's what's fucking funny, too, is with the Tim Hortons uh, daily pick-a-player uh, on their app, I was so very close to picking Timu, uh, Timu for, um, to, to get a goal, and he goes and gets five, and I picked someone who was not Timu for that day. Oh, God damn it. Oh, it would have been fun if they had uh, counted Tim's points for every goal. That would have been fun. Damn. And uh, for the last non-Leaf note for this week, uh, from a press conference for the same team, two different players, um, <laughs> well, at least one was positive and it really struck out to me. Uh, but the other one, it went so fucking viral. But it's absolutely fucking hilarious. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl uh, gets these questions from uh, an Oilers reporter uh, saying, oh, what do you guys got to do to be better? And Dreisaitl gives them, oh, you know, we got to be better at everything. And and you can see that he doesn't want to be, that Dreisaitl doesn't want to be there. And... What's funny is uh, the Oilers reporter, he, he keeps at him like, oh, can you elaborate on that? Or, no, can you expand on that? And <laughs> Dreisaitl goes, no, you can do that yourself. You know everything. Like, it's, this, is a, this is a fucking father-son confrontation. <laughs> and fucking, like, just, just as someone watching it, just as, as someone watching this, um, it, it's so fucking hilarious because this kind of thing doesn't happen often, but when it does, it, it fucking blows up on Twitter. It goes viral. It's, oh my God, it's so fucking funny. Um, and yeah, so now same team, different player from a press conference, uh, pretty recently as well. I, I can't recall if it's the same game, but again, it, it was at least recent. Uh, Brandon Perlini goes up. And he goes, oh, you know, I've been on teams where uh, we've lost six, seven, eight in a row. And at the snap of a finger, you can win six, seven, eight in a row. And honestly, that struck out to me because he, this is a very dude mindset. It's, it's just got hockey injected into it. And that's what I fucking love about it. Because um, even the reporter was like... Um, when do you see yourself? When do you? When are the wins going to come back? And Perlini responds with the next game. Like that's that's honestly it. I that mindset is so perfect. Uh, and he's even talked in that same interview. It's a seven minute interview. Uh, if you're curious to check it on YouTube, it's worth the time. It's worth your time. Um, 
he he's like, oh, I, I try to bring a positive energy, and honestly, off that that seven minute interview, I I could feel it. Like just um, honestly, I have a more respect for Brandon Perlini now. Like that's fuck yeah, that's awesome stuff. And uh, so that's all the non-Leaf notes for this week's edition. And now for the main course of it all, Leafs talk. Uh, there's at least two games to talk about. Uh, one loss and one win. Uh, the loss was a little concerning because it was, well, the Leafs had a lead. Leafs blew the lead. Uh, and then they got rocked. Um, honestly, there were some. The positives I took out was, well, McKayev is still on his heater, he got a goal. Uh, Mitch Marner, he got a goal. He looked like, uh, well, the connection between him and Matthews uh, looks like it hasn't missed a beat. Uh, Michael Bunting with a goal. Um, Nylander, like, yeah, he didn't get any, he didn't get a goal. I, I can't recall if he got an assist, but he did have a really nice breakaway um, to try and bring the Leafs back into it. Um, the what was it, Matthews had, it looked like he had a goal. It, it In the replay, it, it goes off of his skate and in the net, and it's it's not even he's kicking it. It's just he has his foot down, and the puck goes off of his skate and into the net. And the ridiculous thing is the refs had called it a no goal. like, And... It's so silly because just in a recent game, there was something very similar had happened and, and they had claimed that as a goal. Um, it, it Seeing this inconsistency is, uh, it's it's ridiculous. And it, it, it's shit like this that bothers me because it's like, I, I would love for more people to get into the, the sport of hockey, get into NHL maybe. But then shit like this happens and it's like come the fuck on um if you're gonna say this it's gonna be this way it should stay that way if something happens like that it'll get called off or it'll get called a goal the not it counts this time but it doesn't count the next time like just <laughs> it's fucking silly holy shit um but on that the Leafs lost six to three, and the point I want to make for this game is Jack Campbell's workload. Like he did look good in this game. Um, he in the few losses that in the few recent losses he still looked good. Like he made that unbelievable fucking Superman save uh, against Colorado, and the Leafs still lost that game. Um, and honestly, it's it's starting to feel like we're putting Freddie Andrew. We're putting Fred. We're putting Jack Campbell through the same ringer that we had put Freddie Anderson through, where we played him for like 60, 70 games, and come playoff time, he's burnt out. Um, honestly, I'll I'll talk about it in, in a second about Mrazek. Um, but honestly, Mrazek needs to take at least more of the games coming up in February now that a lot of the games that were postponed in December and uh, January, they're now going to be played throughout uh, February. So there's there's going to be a lot of games to watch in February. Um, and honestly, yes, Mirazik should take uh, more of the starts like because we're, we're paying him 
two, two or three million dollars for two or three years, whatever. Um, honestly, I, I love Jack Campbell. The, the man is, is pure, wholesome awesomeness. Um, but, but he needs a break. Like, it, honestly, it's, we're, it's the same thing with Freddie. Like, we, we need, we leave him on the bench, let the backup goalie start, let him get some action in, um, and let our starting goaltender rest and be fresh for the playoffs. Like, holy shit. Um, on, honestly, yeah, like, just, um, I and I'd like to see more of Mrazek too. Like now that he's back from injury, in in the game on Saturday against the Islanders, he looked pretty good. Like he didn't make a lot of saves. I mean, the Islanders didn't really have much going for them uh, anyway. Like they 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 might have had like well, despite the one goal they gotten, like other than a couple chances, they didn't look like they were walking out of their building with. Uh, with two points that night. But Mrazek did look good. Um, and going into the games that are now scheduled to, uh, to be played in February, the games for, uh, postponed games from December and January, um, yeah, let, let Mrazek take more of the workload off of Jack Campbell. Because um, I, I would really like to see what he has, especially coming off of this win. That's got to be a good uh, mental boost for him. Uh, and yeah, going into the playoffs, I'd like to have trust in not just Jack Cam- and a love for Jack Campbell, but a trust in Peter Mrazek. Um, but you know what? In <laughs> uh, despite one win and one loss on today's show, uh, a stat I had heard, and this oh, this is just lovely to hear. The Toronto Maple Leafs in their last ten games have seven wins. Two losses and one overtime. Fuck yeah. Uh, so as of this recording, I'm recording a day late. I, I've just been uh, uh, exhausted. But yesterday on Twitter, uh, while I was trying to record the show, uh, James Myrtle, at Myrtle on Twitter, came out with this tweet, which really struck out. Um it says, Keith says he wants to see what it looks like with Matthews, Marner, and Nylander on three different lines and what other teams do against it. Now, honestly, like, yes, you should have your best players on your top lines and all of that. Uh, but this has been an idea I've thought about for a long time because, like, you ha- this is a talent Matthews Marner and, and Nylander. It's the the core four. Well, to to various in their core four, um, but these are the big names for the Leafs. And I've always thought it would have been cool to share that talent on each of the lines. So right now on the laptop here, I have DailyFaceOff.com up, and it actually shows updated lines. So on the first line. On the left wing is Michael Bunting, Matthews at center, and Andre Cache on the right wing, which, you know what, that, that seems like an electric line. I'm, I'm down to see what that can do, the damage that can bring, um, especially with the, the heater Casey's been on when, when he hasn't been injured. Uh, now, the second line, I'm very happy to see because in a previous episode, I had said reward Ela Mikheyev for the 
heater he's been on. He he wants the, the uh, you know a spotlight role, top six role, and he's getting that on the second line on the left wing. Uh, Johnny Toronto, Johnny Tavares uh, centering the line, and Mitch Marner on on the uh, the right wing there. Uh, like this, that's a fun line. That is a fun line, and I can't wait to see that in action. Uh, and now the third line, left wing, is Alexander Kerfoot. Uh, centering is David, uh, David Camp, And then on the left wing is William Nylander. Now, despite William Nylander being one of the best consistent players for the Leafs this season, uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how this line does and what they can bring and if Nylander can bring a spark to them. Uh, Kerfoot's been on a real heater this year. And and Kampf has been good uh, as well. I, I I don't really have a lot of complaints with Camp, um, and I'm I'm curious to see how this line does as well. Like this is honestly this is fucking fun. Uh, and then the fourth line for offense is on the left wing Pierre Engvall. Uh, centering it is the the lovable Jason Spezza, and on the right wing. Uh, Scarborough Town Kid and Wayne Simmons. Like, that's that's the experience line. Well, with Pierre Engvall thrown in there. Um, honestly, like, just... that That's what I like about this team, too, is it feels very much like all of the lines can... You can interject anyone anywhere, and it feels like that'll be uh, an interesting line or a fun line to watch. Um, I'm curious to see if this is what they go with for tomorrow's game against Anaheim. And you know what? This is good. That's going to be a perfect segue into the upcoming games and predictions. Uh, so at least as of the moment, there's only games still being played Wednesdays and Saturdays. And then in February, we're getting an avalanche of fucking games. Um, so for this week, the Leafs will be at home. Holy shit, that's going to be refreshing. Uh, they'll be playing Anaheim, like I just said. And you know what? Uh, with the hype around Anaheim and players like Trevor, um, Trevor Zegres and Milano, um, Troy Terry. There we go. That's, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that the Leafs will win 6-4. to four. We're going to see a lot of goals. Uh, a lot of energy and six to four Leafs win. And then on Saturday, they play another uh, up and coming, a lot of hype around the team. I'm amazed because they were so uh, bad for a while. Uh, they play Detroit. They will be in Detroit for Saturday. And I'm going to say that's going to be a bit of a tighter one. We'll still see a couple of goals, but we're going to see a three to two. Leafs win over Detroit. Original six matchup. Always awesome. Especially on a Saturday night. So that's all the uh, upcoming games predictions for right now. Uh, you know what? Now that we're coming up to the trade deadline for the league, uh, something I want to try out with this laptop. Thank you again, Becca. Um... I want to try and figure out Leaf trades that make sense. Honestly, like this is a team that is filled with offense. I really don't see a need for more offense. Like in the top, anywhere in the top four lines, I don't see a need for any more players. 
Um, for goalies, we're okay for right now uh, with Campbell and hopefully Morazic if we give him more starts. Um, and I'm, I will defend his name to the very end. <laughs> we still have Hutchinson in the organization. I think he's with the Marlies, but we still have him. We still have him in the organization. Um, honestly, we need a defenseman. Um, so I'm going to try and use, uh, cap friendly. I'm going to try and see, you know what, what players makes. I've heard John Klingberg, but I just... I don't know. I'm not too fond of players coming from Dallas. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that'll be fun for an upcoming episode. Uh, and now to wrap up the show, uh, a huge update for Chell Chat. I've been powering through season mode in NHL 22. Uh, honestly, I'm now in the playoffs. Like I finished the season. Uh, it went right down to the wire of games 81 and 82 where as the Leafs, I was on this streak and I finished first overall in the Atlantic with 105 points with uh, 52 wins, 29 losses and one overtime. And <laughs> I was the second overall team uh, or no, it's a second team in the overall league. It was absolutely uh Intense, like again, right down to the final wire, the final two games. Um, so now in the playoffs, it took seven games, but I beat Columbus, and holy shit, did the difficulty go right up for that. Uh, and then in round two, I played Boston, and I took them out in five games, which <laughs> oh, that's fucking sweet. Um, slayed the fucking dragon. Uh, and I'm currently in round three. Uh, I'm playing Carolina and I'm winning the series two to one. Uh, and then on the, the Western side of things, uh, it's Chicago and Winnipeg playing against each other. So whoever comes out of Toronto and Carolina will play one of Chicago or Winnipeg. And I just, I'm man, I'm fucking, I'm putting some energy into fucking, uh, I, 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 the joke comes up a lot. Oh, the, the Leafs will only win digitally. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to fucking take them there. God damn it. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Believers Podcast. This was a, uh, a heavy episode to start, but a much-needed conversation. A um, lot of non-Leaf notes, Leafs talk. Uh, until next time, you can follow the show on Instagram and at, uh, on Twitter at Believers Pod. You can follow my personal Twitter at Michael underscore Dalson. Uh, and you know what? On my personal Instagram at Michael Dalson, um, I'm using it a bit more. I've gone back into photography. So that's a fun little side hobby gotten into there. And until next time, thank you for listening. Stay safe. Be good. Don't be an asshole. And don't stop believing. Peace.